listen, I'm going to say some things right now that are going to horrify some people. It actually makes me a little upset, and that's not my thing. So I had the Redbox D&D basic set, and I cut the top of the box off of the box and put it on to and glued it onto the cover of my notebook. It was a um, a binder. I'm I'm disgusted with you. That's <laughs> like it makes me cringe. Like I'm so upset. I hate it. This. I did that, and now I would love to find like a like a red box D and D box. To you, Tiffany. Top of the table to you, Travis. See, the cat's trying to get up on your lap anyway. Okay, come up here. You were like, don't talk about our pets. We have a 14-year-old kitty cat named Lucy. We have a uh, three-and-a-half-year-old... Yeah, three-and-a-half-year-old German Shepherd mix dog named Rosie, who is a big baby... And we have recently acquired a rescue bunny rabbit from a home where she wasn't, couldn't be held in. Um, I don't think our house is the best place for this rabbit either, but I knew it was definitely better than the place she was in. And I have become strangely endeared to this very small dwarf rabbit. Very sweet rabbit. Yes. Franklin Biscuit Jelly is the name of this rabbit. FBJ. Sometimes just Franklin, sometimes just Biscuit. But we do have three animals in a very small house, and they are uh, sweethearts. But our kitty cat is our oldest creature, and she's jumped up on Travis's lap, and he is, she is not his favorite. He, she is not her, he is not. Get her, get her. What, what, get it, get it. <laughs> she is. <laughs> he, I am not her favorite person. Yes, Travis is not her favorite person. Right, so, so that's a good segue. Well, it's a good something. So you bought me for Christmas a Dungeons and Dragons Mad Loops. Yes, and you, you have never played Dungeons and Dragons. No, no, but I have been around Dungeons and Dragons for a very long time. My brother plays. You play. Yeah. I think you would love to do some role playing. Maybe not Dungeons and Dragons specifically, but I think you would like. You've done a little bit of like we've played Gloom. Yeah, the card and game. I like that. Yes. I liked, um, what is or Once the, Upon a Time. What I loved Once Upon See, a Time. See, that's, I mean, that's basically role-playing. I get, I can do, like, the making up a little story thing, but I feel like there's some untold rules that I, uh, I... They're, but they're very well-documented rules, and what you'll learn them as you go. I'm... More on that later. I get anxious about that stuff because, like I said, Travis played a game tonight with some friends, and I didn't get to get into it because I was hanging out with our kids. Um, and, th- and then they had to go sooner than we thought they would. But he taught it to me after they left, and I said, like, "Well, this is easy. I could have done it." But I felt like I asked questions that I that most people wouldn't have. Like, there well, were things you, that I no, you asked the, the exact same questions that everybody would have asked. I don't know. I just get a lot. I just get really anxious learning new games in front of people. I was gonna get into that later with like our. Oh, sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know you had a plan. We can. We can bookmark this. But sure. Sure. 
Yes. I mean, I can't cut and paste this later. I'm not going to edit this. <laughs> move, it, move it to a different well, space. Then, then this is like a teaser for future yeah. information. But no, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. But I've actually, I mean, I've done like role playing and other, you know, aspects of my internet dumb and fan group stuff. I can do it. We could probably do it with a few select people. Like if you would let me pick our group. Okay, well, people, people that are here close to us. Oh, that look at our friends now? Yeah. That would be interested in this? Yeah, people that could come over to our house, like, next weekend. Oh. Like, I would do this with Abraham Lincoln, and <laughs> uh, I would love to roleplay <laughs> with Sigourney Weaver. Okay, I think well, great. so we did the um, Flam Rouge with Adam and Brandy. Does, has Adam ever played this? Adam's never played uh, D&D, to my knowledge. I would trust both them to be easy on me. Um, nobody, nobody is easy or hard on people Okay, in well, it's, it's, not, like, it's in my head, Travis. This is all in my head. This is all imaginary stuff I'm not able to overcome. It does not make sense. Okay, so and, also, and also Zach and Jeremy. Both of them. Yeah, they seem yeah. cool. Yes. I do <laughs> need to try Dungeons & Dragons. I do need to do it. I absolutely do. Who wants right. to go first? Do we want to use your um, very biased phone app? It's not biased. <laughs> Since I made a big deal of it, I, I seem to be the first player a lot. I think that you should ask me questions. You want me to go first? I want you to open the booklet of the Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs and ask me for uh, words. So the first campaign. Are you ready, my friend? The first campaign. That's yes. the uh, that's the title. Uh-huh. Okay. Of this Mad Lib. Got it. So the party stood shoulder to part of the body at the opening. Oh, shoulder to shoulder is what they're supposed to be saying. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a terrible. Yeah. I guess I'll say but. <laughs> Shoulder to butt. That's really funny. That was hilarious. Oh my gosh, you're a you're a, a madcap. At the opening of a or and, depending on what this starts with, um, cave. At the opening of a blank cave, an adjective cave. You just asked me for words. We start. We started. You like you were reading. That's. You just asked me for words. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay, so let's start this Mad Let's start this. No. Uh, hey, let's start this Mad Libs now. So, um, letter of the alphabet. X. Adjective. Elvin. Uh, noun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say tavern. I'll love me a good tavern. All right, let's read this bitch out. Mm, don't stop. Get it, get it. Okay, so this is tools of the table. So this is basically how to explain Dungeons and Dragons, which you did to me earlier. Yeah. yeah. So this should actually be the guy that I should go from. Um, so we've got when you first start playing X and D. X and D? Yeah, yeah. when you rest for a letter. You'll need these elven things to help you hit the tavern running. Yeah, yeah. The uh, player's foot book. I've heard of the player's handbook, but you've recommended the player's foot book. The foot book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the player's foot book. Mm-hmm. I've uh, heard of a certain guide that should be needed, but you've recommended the belt master's guide. 
The Beltmaster's Guide, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, see, Dungeons & Dragons is all about... It's mostly a game about carrying things. Uh-huh. You have to worry about encumbrance. Oh, okay. Uh, which is like your weight and uh-huh. like how much how much stuff you can carry. Right. So, yeah, the Beltmaster's Guide is very important. All right. The Cave Manual. Yeah, the Cave Manual. Yeah. And other books... Also have lots of useful information. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so dice. You'll need more dice than you can strike a stick at. Yeah. Yeah. More dice than you can strike a stick at. But especially D12s. Number three. But especially D12s. What? Well, that's what it says. That's what it says. D20s. Oh. Sorry, D20s. Okay. (laughs) I'm drunk. Number 3,004 pencils. Yeah. Yeah. Number 3,004 pencils. They're Mm -hmm. very... Very fine. Are they lead. fat or are they long? Yes. Okay, good. Excellent. Leave your pens in your water deep. You don't need them yeah. here. Snacks are the brain of every good game of villages and dragons. Villages and dragons, yeah. yeah. Mainly mainly villages. Hungry players are lame. Yes. Hungry players are lame. Don't come to the game expecting to be fed. It's not it's not like uh, feed you and dragons. No, because it's... what they're going to do is they're going to get some um, soda and some drinks and they're just going to burp at the table and it's just going to be gross. Like, oh, what a hurt. I can get some free food here. Ugh. But a red DM can be an absolute puma. A red, like, red angry... DM can be an absolute puma. Yeah, an angry DM could be like a puma, like a cougar. Man, I really dropped the ball there, didn't I? But no, that was excellent. A red DM can be an absolute puma. He's so angry. He could be like a wild Appalachian cat. Rrr. Rrr. Yeah. Don't forget to drink plenty of beer. Yes. Hey, hey. Whoa. Maps and figurines could be useful for visualizing action-packed folks. Yes. Mm-hmm. With these things a f- and a fancy attitude, you're ready for the time of your brick. The time of your brick. <laughs> I'm always ready for the time of my brick. All right. So now. What's the topic? I'm in control of the Mad Libs. No, the opposite. Books. I'm in control. Because oh, I get you to know, say. You get the words. Yeah. You're... So I'm going to say it's the. Uh, should I, did I even tell you what it is? Or the just topic? give you the. I would like to. I told you the topic. Okay. Monster Manual. Dragons. Uh, yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Okay. Sure. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Alright, this is a um, monster manual. Dragons. It's called Dungeons and Dragons. So let's take a moment to shake these golden creatures in detail. I don't even know what I said because that was such a smooth line. It was so yeah, good. Shake these golden creatures in detail. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Dragons are an iconic type of giant goat. <laughs> sure. They are often encountered as enemies and less commonly encountered as true orifices. Yes, that's very yes. uncommon. Yeah, you rarely encounter dragons as orifices, mm-hmm. and I'm very rare. Like, very rare. I've played, I've played Dungeons and Dragons for many years, and mm-hmm. rarely 
Mm-hmm. Never, like, probably. Ne- I never even, like, explored dragon orifices. Oh, I don't suspect you want to. <laughs> um, metallic dragons are fearful and noble. Yes, indeed. While evil chromatic dragons will burn your folks to a crisp without oh. question. Yeah, it's yeah. folks. To- it could also be are folk. They- that could also have been folk. Your it could folk. have been just yeah. your just your specific people. You said not people, folks, not but, people generally. Is it, does, but does that mean that you're just your parents specifically? I don't care. Or- I'm just saying that either <laughs> one of them would work. That's fine. Well. Metallic dragons are fearful and noble, while evil chromatic dragons will burn your folks to a crisp. Mm. Question. Mm -hmm. You can't drink a book by its cover. True. But that doesn't apply to dragons. Mm -hmm. No. No. They can. Wait a second. Wait, hold on. Hold on a second here. So that line, what's that line traditionally? You can't judge a book by its cover, right? right. But what's the rest of the line? But that doesn't apply to dragons. So dragons can judge a book by its cover? Is that what that means? I guess you can judge dragon by its cover. This is stupid. (laughs) For instance, I don't know, red dragons are known for their aggressive nature. Oh. You said aggressive. Is this like a like a red dragons and metallic dragons, like a Dungeons and Dragons thing? Like a yeah. Well, I mean, I guess. Because Puff yeah, the Magic Dragon. Red dragons are aggressive. Puff the Magic Dragon was a nice dragon. You should not judge him by his cover because he seemed mean at first. And according to Peter, Paul, and Mary, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. There are some nice dragons out there. There are. So you should not judge them by their cover. Like a gold dragon. Gold dragons are nice. In this lore? In, yes, in this lore. So then that doesn't make sense even in this lore. No, but the red dragons are, are evil. There's Red dragons are known for their aggressive nature and evil temperaments, while black dragons are known to have the personality of a lawful... Blacksmith. Yeah, blacksmith. Of a lawful blacksmith. Black dragons are blacksmiths? Yeah. Oh. Are the black ones in, like, mountains where there's coal? Listen, this is not... (laughs) This is not... This is, like, what the things are derived from. It's not... Do blue blue dragons live in waterways? No, blue dragons are, like... They shoot... They... Lightning. They shoot lightning. That's their air. Okay, yeah. Okay. Usually air is white, but okay. Are there white dragons? There are. They're cold. Snow. <laughs> yes. Size. So you get it. You can play Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Yeah, I get. Okay, next one. Okay. All right, dragons. Dragons fight longer than humanoids, so they consider themselves to be French beings. Yeah. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Most think humans are as dumb as a barrel of cats. Hmm. But no matter what type of dragon you meet, one thing is certain. Driving one face two intestines will be a being. I don't know what that, I don't even know what that says. Archer. No, that's no. I said I don't know what that says. Wow. What did I write there? I don't know. It's a mystery. One face two intestines. 
I mean, yeah. when you meet a dragon face to intestines. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, I mean, I feel like it means I want. Um, a R A C H R. That's what I see. <laughs> I said it. Know. I said it though. Archer. I'll have known it as much as they did. Being an archer to remember. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about game weight. <laughs> <laughs> that was another topic you wanted to come across. I would like to interject. You say certain words when you're describing board games that you don't say in your common vernacular, and I would like to bring them out right now. I've had a list of them over, I guess, over this past year. The, the one that sticks out to me the most is orthogonal. Never in our 16 years of marriage have I heard you say the word orthogonal more than this year. Well, when you're playing board games, orthogonal means not diagonal. I know, but in this past year, you have said it so much. I think you like it. I think you love that word. I do like orthogonal. You like orthogonal. It. There's something or, or orthogonal. Um, and it means I d- means uh, left or right, no, up I, or down. I yeah. know what it means. There are certain ways in which you describe games that define their complexity. And you use the word weight, which I think was what we're getting into. But there are certain other words you use, like a game being heavy. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I get that. I understand that. And you also use the word a game being ugh, gross. I don't want to say this. Is like some people have weird like um, reactions to words like moist. But you say the word to describe Certain board games is meaty. Ugh, oh, oh, oh my gosh, it gives me a visceral reaction. That's disgusting. I don't. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, please don't. No, I don't like that. Please. It's meaty. It's got like a like a, a chunk to it. Oh my god, that's worse. Oh, you quantified it. Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> All right, and so like two things that like literally. <laughs> so, like wrote down uh well, I like thought was, thing. You you gave me like a brief um topic of what you were gonna talk about and I thought that I've this has been weighing on my mind that this was the time to bring them out. To get my meaty chunks. <laughs> Gross. Okay, what do you got? Alright. So uh you said that wingspan yes. was like your like it's 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 your favorite game. Yes, and it was definitely more intricate than I would have thought would be something I could understand. I didn't think I would understand something with that many moving parts and that many functional places. Right. Yes. But you do understand it and you love yes. it. And yes. it's it's a great game. Yes, absolutely it is. It's very it's very beautiful. It's very well done. So we built on that mm-hmm. and we played Grand Austria Hotel the other night. Yes, you hyped me up for that game pretty well, and... You loved it. I absolutely did, and I didn't think I would. I was... Well, I mean, I did buy it for you, and we both worked in hotels, so I know I've always said that theme doesn't matter, but here lately... I have to admit that perhaps theme does matter with some things that I hold near and dear to my heart. So I love birds 
And I, I mean, hotels, you and I both worked in hotels. We based a lot of our original relationship from just the knowledge of us having the same working environment of a hotel when we stay at them and our kids love hotels. So there was a lot going there that was easy for me to understand a lot of the mechanics in that game or something I've understood having to run place to place. Yeah, I think and, and I meet think, all the needs. Yeah. I think that yeah, I think the theme yes. matches the uh, gameplay. Yeah, absolutely. To complexity. Yes. What if I told you that Grand Austria Hotel is a three point two two on Board Game Geek? It probably mean nothing to you. Yeah, but, I don't know what what, but, the, uh, what, what, wingspan, what the range is. Wingspan's a two point four two, so Grand Austria is a three point two. It's out of five. Are we going to talk about Grand Austria? Because I could. I mean, you were we explaining we we you were explaining it. this game to me, and it was like you were fucking Columbo coming in. You were like, <laughs> one more thing. And I'm like, what but, the yeah, hell many more things? Exactly. That's, but you kept doing like, that. <laughs> Wingspan's a 2.4. Uh, Grand Austria's a 3.2. I would agree with that. On a scale of one to five. Yeah. And you got it, and you loved it, and you're like, yeah. like, like Three quarters of the way through, you're like, I love this game. I Just lost like, catastrophically, but you did lose catastrophically. Uh, yes, I did. But I mean, I also, I think but I'm. This is I one did misunderstood one mechanic of it. I had a lot to do with it. A Grand Austria at three point two two is one of the most complex games that I like. I have uh, Brass Birmingham on there, sure. in mm-hmm. there, it's uh, like a three point nine. It's like a three point nine, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. That or no, it's three point four. I think three point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's, but you like you love that game. I will never win that game. You I, will. No, you I will. don't think I will. I don't think I will. I honestly don't think I will. I won't. Because it's, it's, it's too going, much. It's too much movement there for me you to understand all the parts. Though, like you understand all the parts, they move beautifully together. They're like a thing. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm very hesitant to try a lot of new games, especially with multiple people. But I've gotten braver with you, and I think I me poo pooing at topics or at um, themes. Sorry. Um, I was doing myself an injustice because I think I love, like, I, I sit with my bird book and I look at my window at birds all the time and I could see the connection to this game. And, like, I thought theme was just like, oh, I like that thing. But no, theme is so integral to the game itself. Like, the element of this real life event is constructed into this game. Like, I thought theme was just like, this is what the game looks like. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about that. I want to know what it's like. But no, that's not it. The creators of this game take so much time to know whatever this real life thing is. And its complexities are built in the game itself. And it's gorgeous. So, yes. I think that's true with the wingspan, for sure. Well, it's it's true with Grand Austria Hotel, too. Kind of. It definitely is. Yes, it you, is. You described, like, pushing those, like, cubes around beautifully because it's... I thought it was kind of like a Euro game where you're just, like, pushing cubes around, but it is. Like, you got the guys at the table. You have people waiting in the yeah. rooms. You have to have the rooms ready. Yeah. And, and you have to have the ready. things to 
being what they want. So, right. yes. Yeah, it Absolutely, is. yes. And you've worked at more higher scale hotels than I have. This should be more relevant to no, you than me. Yeah, but I mean, I get like the work in the hotels thing making sense with it, but it's... I was, I was looking at it as like a, just like a like a gamer. Like, again, move these cubes from the kitchen to the person... But it does. It is it's like yes. Well, that costs you. You can't just do it. It costs you. What does it cost to move something from the kitchen to the table that the person is sitting at? Costs you a dollar. Costs you a dollar because you have to pay because you have to pay that server to go do that. So you right. can't just like. It'd be like asking the customer to go to the kitchen and get it themselves if you didn't pay for the server to do it. <laughs> yes, it's really well done. So I will no longer um, stub my nose at theme. And I will always take theme into consideration. At the end of the day, you're, like, moving cubes around. Yeah, that's what most of my jobs have been in the past. <laughs> that's what <that's laughs> like, Fair enough. Yeah, like, when I worked at a hotel, I felt like I was moving cubes around. Just had to get a thing to this place so you've for been people. you gamer your whole life. <laughs> Apparently, I guess. I don't remember what I don't like about it, but there was something. Um, oh, yes. The desire to which people want cake. How many people want that much fucking cake? I do like that wine and coffee are the most in-demand commodities there. I don't like that um, coffee's harder to get than wine. You can't get more cake than strudel. You can't get more coffee than wine. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it meant what you can hold. Like, okay, okay, I apologize. Like, when the, with the dice. Yeah. Oh. Oh. No. I don't know what people in Austria like. Or people who visit Austria like. I've never been. Yeah. I have a lot of wine in Austria, and it's hard to get coffee. All right. That was good. It was good. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with both of these games. I can't speak enough to it. And I feel closer to you because I'm... This is important stuff to you, and it's taken me a long time to get on board with it. So I I know when I when we played Grand Austria Hotel, you were psyched. You were so excited that I loved it. And yeah, we'll play really it good. again. I want to play it again. Yeah, yeah, gosh. If we wouldn't have been recording this, we would have been playing it tonight. What? <laughs> well, they, yes. Right. Well, hey, we're proud members of the Gateway Network. Yes. And you can find us on... Uh, Facebook at Top of the Table Podcast. Top group, of the Table. Top of the Table Podcast on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And Top of the Table Podcast uh, Gmail. Mm-hmm. Where else? Uh, we got Instagram. I found Top of the Table you... Podcast. Top of the Table Podcast on Instagram. Yes. I found that you can actually generally search us Top of the Table yeah. in Google and you're good. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And everything you can you can get um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can find us that way. You can find our merch. Um, oh, yeah. You got merch through, the, yeah. uh, through the, uh, the Gateway Network. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, my friends. Yeah, it looks good. I'm We've got- wearing the shirt right now. Yeah. I um, was a little um, shy and giving my um, shirt size due to pandemic ranking. And I can fit in the shirt that I got for me. But it's kind of like, um, like when 
a can of refrigerator biscuits busts open. <laughs> but it gets all on me. <laughs> it's not great, but it's there. <laughs> Um, but it's really lovely, and our good, my good childhood friend, um, River Claremont, did our design, which was something that Travis had created, and they really made it gorgeous. So I can't say enough about how beautiful this is. It's yeah. so us. We love it so much. Yeah, Excellent. They did a great job. So beautiful. Where else can you find us? Just I, again, I said That's Google it. us. Those are the places. That was it. Tara Browse Dower. Is that a stupid, stupid name? name? <laughs>